This is Plant-Based Briefing, Mindful Meats by Hope Bohannik at HumaneHoax.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the 10-minute curated content plant-based podcast where I narrate articles with permission on a variety of topics related to plant-based and vegan, healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living every weekday. I selected today's post in honor of National Animal Rights Day, which is this Sunday, June 6th. It's for the purpose of giving a voice to all animals and raising awareness for their rights. And today's post is written by Hope Bohannik. She's the projects manager for the national nonprofit United Poultry Concerns, and she's the host of their Hope for the Animals podcast, which is one of my favorites. Hope has been involved in animal protection and environmental activism for 30 years and is one of the key organizers of HumaneHoax.org, a collaborative effort of vegan activists, writers, and organizations who are working together to reveal the truth about quote-unquote humane animal agriculture. Now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Mindful Meats by Hope Bohannik at HumaneHoax.org I live in ag country. When you drive around Sonoma County, especially getting out of any city just by a couple of miles, there are signs of animal agriculture everywhere. I often drive by dairy operations with signs posted that say, Real California Milk and Certified Organic Dairy, as if appeasing the people driving by by implying that only good things are happening on this farm. Yet if you look closer, you may see rows and rows of white plastic calf hutches, like uniformed cartons of milk, each containing a tiny baby calf who was taken from his mother at birth, chained to the plastic hutch in all weather extremes, alone, frightened, and miserable. For each of these calves, there is a grieving mother who will never know her baby, traumatized with each calf dragged from her after birth. My Friendly Neighborhood Slaughterhouse Most people have no clue what is truly going on inside animal agriculture, especially the slaughterhouse, that ominous place that ends all tomorrows for farmed animals. There is a slaughterhouse down the street from where I live in Petaluma, on a major road just outside of downtown. For many years, it was called Rancho Veal. Of course, veal has been exposed to be the poster child of cruelty, and most people now agree that confining a baby cow so tight that he can't even turn around— then slaughtering him when he is just weeks old, is callous and cruel. But what people don't realize is that most animals who are slaughtered for meat are just weeks or months old when they take their portentous journey to the abattoir. Rancho Veal was recently acquired by Marin Sun Farms and received a fresh coat of bright white paint complete with their logo looming two stories high on the front of the building. On the west wall, facing the oncoming traffic heading to downtown, They added huge letters spelling out the name of a producer they are in partnership with, Mindful Meats. When I first drove by this new sizable marketing endeavor, I had to pull over and take a moment for a figurative facepalm. Shaking my head, I pondered what I was seeing. It's truly appalling, and as a spiritual person, I am deeply disturbed. The Implications of Being Mindful The term mindful has recently come into the ethos of the West from Eastern religions and philosophies such as Buddha, Jain, and Hindu dharmas. Dharma can be thought of as a religion or tradition, although these traditions are different from the Euro-American religious traditions. There are now books and podcasts and workshops on mindfulness, generally stemming from the teachings of Buddhism and Hinduism, around meditation and awareness of oneself and one's actions. 
These traditions tell us that to be mindful is to be aware of the present moment and sensitive that your thoughts and actions have reactions for yourself and others. There is an implication of thoughtfulness, kindness, and gentleness that comes with the use of this term for ourselves and our relationships. Furthering the teachings of mindfulness, other ideas associated with Eastern religions are ahimsa and karma. Ahimsa literally means nonviolence and conceptually may be understood as a positive principle of dynamic compassion. For many Eastern religions, ahimsa is the highest principle of ethical conduct and universal harmony and, above all, one should not take the life of any sentient being. It is believed that all life is sacred and we have no right to take this precious gift. Karma is also connected to being mindful as our actions have repercussions on ourselves, others, and the planet. Whether you are a spiritual person or not, many believe in some form of the adage, what you do comes back to you. Eating meat, dairy, and eggs has negative impacts on our health, and producing these products is devastating to the environment. A study found that meat and dairy surpasses fossil fuel production as the biggest polluter on the planet. Vegans can have a clear conscience that we are doing what we can to ease the suffering of animals. In the ancient traditions of the East, there really is no act associated with more negative karma than killing another sentient being. Our actions have consequences, and killing conscious animals is not just considered wrong in Dharma traditions. It's one of the worst actions someone can take and will have devastating effects for a person's spiritual development and cause significant suffering to the perpetrator. But more important, these teachings show that animals have the same spiritual composition as us. In other words, our differences are material and not as definitive of our true nature as our spiritual equality. Therefore, all sentient beings have the same right and desire to live, and we should respect and protect them insofar as we are able. Being vegan is the least we can do. Twisting a term. What the owners and managers of this business are implying by scrawling mindful meats on the slaughterhouse is that there is something different happening inside this building now, that they are being mindful when they are slitting the throats of adolescent animals. It is flagrant humane washing. To imply that those who are killing animals for financial gain are being thoughtful or somehow kind or careful in that institution of hopeless horror is a vicious, insidious falsehood. Unfortunately, this is emblematic of a novel narrative strategy of propaganda attempting to put a new spin on a wretched practice. A fresh coat of white paint cannot cover the deep stain of barbarism and merciless violence that cowers beneath this bogus declaration of principled bloodshed. The Internet has given us a glimpse inside the slaughterhouse, and if you have the stomach to search YouTube for Undercover Investigations Slaughterhouse, this dark world is revealed, with animals struggling to free themselves from the shackles that drag them to their death. Awaiting slaughter, their eyes are wide with terror as they hear and smell what is ahead for them. Workers kick, prod, punch, throw, and push animals, grabbing them and breaking tails and wings. The animals clamber on top of one another in panic to try to get away, but there is no escape. After witnessing this, I cannot imagine what a nightmare this would be to experience and pray that a day will come when no animal suffers at the slaughterhouse. To pretend that there is anything going on for animals in that grisly place of death, other than fear, panic, anxiety, pain, and distress, is nonsense, and it's insolent to the concept of mindfulness and those who embrace this tenet as a guiding influence of spiritual awareness in their life. Indeed, to ignore, endorse, benefit from, or participate in the anguish of the slaughterhouse is quite the opposite of mindfulness— 
It is truly insulting and deeply troubling that this term would be appropriated by the animal agriculture industry. Some may argue that what we see in videos is not the norm, that it's only a few bad apples. Yet every time an undercover investigator goes into one of these facilities, hours of footage of abuse comes out. It's not a few bad apples. The entire barrel is rotten. That's because it's meat being produced, not apples. There is no humane way to take the life of an animal who doesn't want to die. The norm is a culture of violence that begins with babies being dragged from their mother's love and comfort, beaks seared off with a hot blade, and other painful body mutilations without pain relief, stress, boredom, misery, and then ends in the slaughterhouse with the same brutality in which their life began. New marketing, same suffering. Meat marketers have always used words to sell flesh like young and natural and fresh. But the savagery of their industry has been repeatedly exposed, so they're scrambling to find new words that ease apprehensions. Words like mindful, humane, and happy are simply new marketing strategies to appease concerned consumers. But as I reveal in my book, The Ultimate Betrayal is their happy meat. No matter the label, the industry standard is suffering. The customary is cruelty. I long for the day when slaughterhouses are relics of a violent past, a day where we could never imagine the sick ritual killing of animal after animal, day after day, second after second, a day when we confront this industry with awareness, with mindfulness of what the true cost of their bottom line is, exposing the shadow of their euphemisms. A day when no human has to suffer the terrible trauma of working endless hours covered in innocent blood. A day when we see the awful irony of putting the word humane on a package of an animal's severed body parts. When we are truly mindful, we will come to realize the full consequences of consumer actions and see that all animals deserve to live free of human commodification and killing. You just listened to Mindful Meats by Hope Bohannock at humanehoax.org. Hope has given us some things to think about as we observe National Animal Rights Day this Sunday. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. Thanks for listening.